Hello, I have not done a podcast in so long, but something's been nagging me heaps over the last week and I really wanted to touch on it and that's kind of like the fear of food or the fear of certain foods or just fearing gaining weight so much that you're putting more emotion into your journey than logic. Now, a lot of the time, I am a big proponent for giving, like, for promoting you need to get what you want, but the thing is you also need to take the emotion out of it and really see what it is that you need because there are a lot of people that go looking for help that are skinny, fat, or they are so obsessed with not putting on fat or trying to lose as much weight as possible when they have very little muscle mass to begin with and very little conditioning. But at the same time, they're not overweight. In fact, they're a good, like their body fat percentage is, it's like they, they have a high body fat percentage in terms of looking at photos and very little like muscle mass, but they're still a very small person. So when it comes to these situations, it is so hard to get someone to do what they actually need to do in order to elicit the best training adaptations, the best dieting adaptations, and get them the body that they want. Because if you're gonna keep over-dieting, like a lot of these people, they come to me or they go looking for help after having a history of dieting, yo-yo dieting, and saying that they were never eating enough, which is either one, true, or two, they say they weren't eating enough, but that's because they never had a plan to eat off, so instead they were nibbling throughout the whole day, or their choices consisted of too high calories. And a lot of the time, people think that clean food automatically means that it's going to be good for weight loss, which a lot of the time, if you consider eggs and salmon on toast healthy, yeah, okay, it's full of nutrition, but it's loaded with calories. Both of them are loaded with fat, especially if you add avocado into the mix. So they're just that's just food for thought. Anyway, so talking about how to get you from A to B, that's the like that's my job as a coach to get you from A to B. You can implement this in your own ways if you're not a client, but and you're trying to do it on your own, but to get from A to B, you need to actually be willing to listen to what you need, but also get what you want. Like it's good to get a little bit of a compromise, but unless you're going to put in a hundred percent into both your training and your nutrition it is really hard to elicit the changes that you want because like especially these individuals that come pretty petite already what you put into your training in terms of your cardio choices your conditioning choices and your weight choices make all like they're so important if you're following a bro split yeah okay it's all right but if you're someone that's dedicating a whole day to arms a whole day to glutes a whole day to shoulders a whole day to chest and not really doing much to stimulate your whole body or promote whole body synthesis, whole body me- like metabolic demands, then you're not really putting your training sessions into like the phase that you need them to be in to really elicit the changes. And especially if everything just is eight reps plus, like you need some strength in there as well as the hypertrophy reps. Because the stronger you get at exercises performed correctly, the more volume you can do. And I can tell you, I've listened to people say all of the time that they train hard, but then you actually show them what training hard is and they go, what the fuck? I thought I've been training hard this whole time but they weren't. 
But then there are the people that do train hard, but they train hard too much. They don't allow for recovery. They don't allow for rest. They're not actually fueling their body with the appropriate fuels to assist in their crazy training. So then their body is just shut off from producing what it needs to produce and burning what it needs to burn. Like if you're stuck in a sympathetic or stressed state and all you're doing is taking, like demanding so much off your body and you're not allowing it to recover, repair, you're not nourishing it for the systems that are getting demanded, you're not caring for your body, it's not going to utilize its fuel oxidization or its fat burning, carb burning mechanisms because it's just shut off. And like there's the mitochondria, which I go on about all the time, that's where all of your aerobic work is done. That's where your fat is burnt, your your carbs are burnt, and everything pretty much happens in that energy cell. But if all you're doing is staying stressed out, you're not allowing the mitochondria to do its work. And if anything, you're blocking it off and just going through a cycle of lactic acid production. And the energy you're using is pretty much just this lactic acid, which is... The, like the short route or a detour for the carbs or fuels that you're eating so it's really important that you fuel your body with what you need and a lot of the time if you're not actually fueling your body with what it needs your training intensity your mood your performance your exercise outside of the gym the way you do everything is going to be toned down so much because your body just does not have that energy reserves but you can't just beast mode the gym or beast mode dieting phase unless you're going to put back into your body and fill your cup that's like for example I had one of my clients she's she put up her new photos and I compared them and I showed them to her like one of my rules is not to compare your photos let me do the comparing for you when I see a massive change and I know I want to show them to you so I showed them to her and she was so shocked because we took the focus off worrying about weight gain weight loss whatever because she came to me pretty much eating nothing she went through a keto phase she went through this fasting phase she went through all these different things to a point where she literally was hardly eating and she was doing crazy amounts of like hit which wasn't really hit it was just stupid cardio for long periods of time to drain her body even more stupid cut stupid training six or seven days a week with no real progression it was just whatever she felt like we put her onto a proper training program got her to actually change her cardio to just steps and walking on a treadmill after weights we made her training really intense for the first half of her sessions, five days a week. But then for the second half of the sessions, it was stuff like stability ball work, planks, body weight stuff, hollow holds, core work to really promote her breathing. Because when you're focusing on core, your breathing is everything. And when you're doing slow motions like stability balls, stability ball squats or stability ball mobility stuff, you really need to focus in on your breathing. And that promotes a parasympathetic state or a state that takes you out of distressed area we got her taking baths we got her putting lavender on a pillow before bed and from going from pretty much eating nothing to eating I think I put her onto 1800 calories or something straight away I think I put her onto a little bit more than that because she was a busy mom she was running around with the kids her body needed that energy and she probably maintained for a while who knows because we only compared her photos now four months later and she's lost like crazy amounts of dress sizes you could feel that she had to buy new clothes all the time she pretty much shrunk half her size and she did not realize except from the fact that she had to keep buying new clothes because we took the focus off that and we saw the big picture of everything and then I had another client who was pretty much saying she just drank coffee all day black coffee because 
that's what I usually promote, like black coffee, a little bit of milk if you want it, but to not drink your calories. So that's pretty much all she was having in the mornings and hardly having anything. If she ate anything, it was just like a protein bar or just something random in the day and that's it. Or a chocolate bar or whatever the hell she grabbed and that was it. Literally, that was all she was eating and she was being honest about that. She was deflated. She was hardly sleeping. She was stressed out all the time. Her moods were shit. She was like... PMSing 24-7, she wasn't having good relationships, she was getting stressed out by everything, she wasn't able to organize her time, she hated going to the gym, she was getting sick all the time, and now, just four weeks into actually eating all of her food, I think this girl is on 17.50, because she isn't as active, but just eating all of her food, and giving herself the carbs, giving herself the energy, she's making up her cardio and enjoying it, she's putting in even like hit training which I didn't even give her she's just deciding that she wants to play around with hip because she has so much energy her training sessions are spot on she's getting stronger she's having loads of energy left over after the training sessions and she's not moody anymore her stress has gone down heaps she's sleeping better she's actually getting a little bit more sleep as well as her quality going up and life is just good for her and she's having fun making her food. Like, everything is just going up ever since she's actually nourished her body, fed her body, wasn't scared of food. So it's all really, really important to take into consideration that you need to fuel your body. You need to nourish your body. Now, that does not mean go from 1,600 calories to 2,200 calories because you think that you're eating too little food at 1,600 calories when, like, you need... I guess what I'm trying to say is you need to know your dieting history. Get advice from a coach. Get a coach. If you're stuck in a pickle, get a coach. Don't believe bullshit. Don't go to a personal trainer for a diet plan. Don't be scared of including some fun foods in your plan. As long as it doesn't trigger you to eat a whole packet of Tim Tams, it's okay to have things like a cho- like some chocolate in your Yopro or add in like rice cakes and peanut butter instead of sticking with bloody avocado and fish or whatever it is and just because something makes you feel fuller like for example I have a girl who said that she only wants to eat fish because it feels light she doesn't like feeling bloat like heavy and stuffed by eating chicken when in reality you're probably better off eating the chicken because it keeps you fuller for longer and you just said that it makes you feel full So why would you want to have the option that leaves you hungry at the end when you're perfectly fine eating chicken and the only thing you're scared of is the fact that it doesn't make you feel light? When ideally, they're both pretty much the same calories if you're having chicken breast. So just food for thought.